Well, all right, kids, we'll just play a little bit of song. Yeah. Oh, you fucked the red lights on. Yeah. Son of That's bitch. how things work. Faster? Ah. Uh, um, I love Jesus. We're going down on South Park. Come on, let's make some time. We're going down on South Park. We'll leave you feeling fine. Strap on those headphones. We'll worm into your brain. Once our lips reveal those tips, you'll never feel the same. We're going down on South Park. You'll moan until you whine. We're going down on South Park. This is our final rhyme. That was our final rhyme. <laughs> Howdy ho, South Parketeers. I'm Sean O'Brien. I'm Sean O'Brien. I'm going on South Park, too. I'm Joey Bunn here, and I'm also going down on South Park. <laughs> Welcome to Going Down on South Park. This is episode number 305, entitled Tweak versus Craig. First premiered June 23rd, 1999. Back then, around June 19th that same year, Stephen King was hit by a car. Yay. The Dallas Stars, a couple days later, beat the uh, the Buffalo, Buffalo Sabres. Wait, was that the Stephen King the hit by the car that gave us misery? Mm-hmm. No, that was when he got hit by a sledgehammer on the feet. Mm. Um, also, Payne Stewart won the U.S. Open uh, a few days before that. Is that major um, pain? This also finally was the last episode before the move on. Mm. The move on. The South Park move on. Bigger, longer, and uncut. The greatest musical of all time, quite frankly. Mm. Go fuck yourself. Really? Go fuck yourself. Better than Book of Mormon. Better than Hamilton. Fuck Book of Mormon. It's Hamilton's a play. If they turn Hamilton into a movie... South Park bigger and longer. It's the musical. best musical. Movie. movie. South Park is the best movie of all time. Movie musical. Movie musical. Okay. Yeah. Use your words. What do you think? Wizard of Oz is better? You fucking purist. Mm. Does Willy Wonka count? No, it doesn't. Uh, and, and even still, if it did, it wouldn't win. It, well, yes, it does count, by the way. It is a musical for Singing sure. Singing in the Rain is still my favorite. It might be better than, yeah. than South Park, sure. Yeah. La La Land? Fuck La La Jesus Land. Fuck La La Land, you racist. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> hey, Joey, what happened in this episode, Tweak versus Craig, episode 305? So it started with the boys in Woodshop with Mr. Adler, their new Don't teacher. Don't screw around in shop, Tom. We them boys. Told them not to screw around. Not, not to, you all screw around too much. Mm. <laughs> it's good advice around. for you guys, by the way. You, got, you all screw around way too much. <laughs> we should use that more. <laughs> Shut up, Tommy. <laughs> uh... Basically, so then, in the middle of their first class, Mr. Adler asked them, who's the uh, biggest troublemaker? Mm-hmm. Uh, Stan and Kyle say it's Tweak, while Cartman says it's Craig. And that leads to a big bet about who would win in a fight between Tweak and Craig. Or who do you think would win? Like, under normal circumstances. Tweak versus Craig? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Craig. Why? Uh, Tweak seems uh, wet, like his caffeine addiction makes him, like, too strung out and, like— what, crazy? Like, I don't think he'd be, like, a calm, good fighter. Like of course Craig. not. Oh, no. Wouldn't that make him, like, a jittery? Like, he would just bite yeah, your fucking ear off exactly. because he's crazy? He's the one control? that would grab you by the nuts. Yeah. Like, You're right. That's good in a dirty fight. I guess I'm thinking, like, a boxing match. Yeah. No, this isn't sure. Yeah. yeah. This is schoolyard brawl, man. Yeah. Queensbury rules. Do, so do you change your answer? Do you still think, think Craig— Isn't like, Queensbury despite- where you let the dude hit you in the face? <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard of that phrase either, ever anywhere. Marcus of Queensbury Rules? Yeah, no. That's definitely a thing. No, I don't dispute it's a thing, but Queensbury Rules means it's like no holds barred, whatever the fuck you want. No, no, I think they're very specific rules. I think, I I believe. A organized fighting system. Where you can bite someone's ear off if you so desire. I don't believe so. I think it's like a a, a straight up like boxing type thing or something. Is Is there a word for like a no rules? Literally. No holds barred. Full full contact. Okay, Steven Skull. Kumite. Full contact. Okay. Mm. Jean-Claude Van Steven. It's called the Thunderdome. Two oh. men enter, one man leaves. Okay. George uh, uh, Gibson. George Gibson. Oh. 
Clinton? I don't with know. P-Funk? I, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to do a whole big Joyce scene thing. It's just not working at all. Yeah. yeah. None of it's working. Yeah. Avoid that one. Don't screw, <laughs> screw around too much. That we do. Yeah, you're right. Where was I? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So they agreed to a fight. Meanwhile, um, <laughs> Mr. Adler keeps keep dealing with his memories of Richard, his long Richard. lost love. Pan, whenever, played by Pam Brady. Whenever he sees her picture. Which breaks Tom Why does he have a picture on his fucking desk? <laughs> if every time he sees it, he goes into yeah, his horrible Yeah, presumably they didn't like <laughs> That's a good point, too. <laughs> I guess it makes like the school day a little bit more in- interesting. Like, if every day you had this like Vietnam esque style, it's like every flashback, five minutes you're looking at your desk. But you're a history class. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It'd be sort of fun. It, it makes the day go faster if 30% of it you're just spaced out completely. In a ho- you know, hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I can understand it as a teacher. Uh, so uh, she's a pilot, I guess. Is that the mm-hmm. deal? Yeah. Like a fighter pilot? Fighter pilot. <laughs> they no, didn't she's... even know. Yeah, no, she, she just was flying a plane that one time and presumably- Why'd just... she say, Richard, watch me the... fly? <laughs> <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. She just flew a plane one time and the plane exploded while yeah, she Yeah, according was to the flying. commentary, it was all, why did they do anything? Yeah, like, exactly. It was... it was very much so like, why did we do this? This was ridiculous. It was very ridiculous. Did they do a, a long live action sequence like that before? Have they ever done No, it? that's the not first one. This. Yeah. The first so they've done, they yeah, did the pictures, pictures right? but yeah. Yeah. And okay. I, I mean, even even the pictures were not like a running element of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it was I, more I, like celebrities and shit. Yeah. I mean, I think Saddam Hussein. Is Saddam Hussein a picture? No, he's not. Saddam yes. Hussein is. Yeah. Uh, his animated. Yeah, you're right. His animated head is a his picture, head, yeah. but I don't think he was ever in a picture frame. Right. Uh, well, I, again, the reason I'm saying this is because it's the movie, which eventually, which we're going to do next, yeah. by the way. But, um, but I, so yeah, I think that was the first. No. Right. That was the first time a picture had been a large part of the show. Like an actual animated picture. I feel like there was like a. Oh no, I think that's all later. David Hasselhoff yeah. or something. But yeah, yeah you, maybe not. I forget. Or Barbara Streisand. No, she was. De- she wasn't depicted like that. Those were just little icons in the corners. Yeah, they had right. done pictures in the show, but I don't think they had done an animated picture. You're right. Yeah. At all in the mm. show, I, I think Saddam Hussein in the movie is the first think time. Think about it. I don't think so either. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, anyway, so the fight comes between Tweak and Craig, and mm. basically they all they they all go home. Tweak and Craig don't show up. They go home. And then um, Kenny, no, sorry, Kenny, Cartman and uh, Stan and Kyle resolve to train their individual respective fighters. Uh, Cartman trains um, Craig in martial arts while Tweak is cra- trained in boxing with Jimbo. And we each have those individual sequences. The uh, Oppenheimer method. <laughs> Oppenheimer method? Yeah. That method. We'll get to it. Why don't you just get to it now? Punch him in the balls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Um, blah, 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 blah. So, oh, yeah. By the way, uh, Kenny has this whole subplot where he's taking home ex cla- class. I never took home ex. I ne- that wasn't like an option mm. in my class. We also didn't have shop class, mm. which was apparently the other Poor option. kids. Yeah. I miss shop class. I wish I had that. We had both. They were both awesome. Home ex was awesome? You just were, yeah. you just make, made like We did have both, and they and were stuff. both awesome. Yeah. We made monkey bread in mine. Sounds mm. really good. What is that? Like cinnamon and bananas? We'll get stuff? to it. We'll get to it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, no, we made like uh, all sorts of shit. We made like uh, apple pies and fucking uh, uh, like pizzas and fucking, yeah, uh, French toast. And uh, we had to like sew some shit. And we had to, you know. Uh, it does sound fun. There, You know, there was a lot of like emphasis on like, you know, properly cleaning and like you know, things like, you know, no one actually ever told you, like, you should clean, clean while you go. Well, that and you should like, you know, when you're done with the dishes, you should clean the sink too. 
Yeah. That's yeah, just something that never would have occurred to me and had never been pointed out until a home ec class. But then again, uh, shop class was awesome because we had tools and small engine class and fucking. Uh, although they were saying in the commentary, they were saying they had it at like uh, uh, I don't know. I think oh, they said like ten. Or, 10 or yeah, 11, yeah, yeah, exactly. That we, we didn't get it until junior high, but um, yeah, in high school we had a whole metal foundry and it was pretty cool. You don't screw around or yep. You don't. You guys are screwing around. How a did it end, Joey? Uh, so basically, this, the go back to uh, oh, Kenny gets transferred. Basically, so he he's not very good in home ec. Teacher says you got to go back to shop class. Uh, Kenny goes back to shop class while the teacher, Mister Adler, is trying to kill himself as he. Which is kind of an important moment where we really figure out why it is that Kenny is in shop class or in uh, home ec to begin with. Because he's afraid of getting killed. By exactly. exactly. Yeah. Well, I think I think it works both like ways. The, like he was there for the he, girls, yeah. but also he was avoiding dying. I, I yeah, so it's a win-win for. I, I got the idea yeah. that the the fear of death was much more of a motivator than uh, the other one. You know. Well, it, no. Well, at first it made it seem like it. The right, motivator right. was for him to be with right, the girls, but, that, but then it was the reveal. Exactly. That, yeah, like you yeah. said. Yeah. Okay. I'm right. You, you said the words that you meant to say <laughs> in the order that you desired to say them. So, <laughs> I, so I no response. <laughs> Correct, sir. Uh, Kenny goes back to shop class oh, while Tweak and Craig finally have their fight. And then they fight so much that they fly through the windows into shop class. And it interrupts the suicide attempt of Mr. Adler. And he gets up. And just as he gets up, the screwing around leads to Kenny... <laughs> Flying through a saw, I guess it is. What is that thing? He got uh, caught in the circular saw, the saw and then, then and flew into, into uh, yeah. the box of a rusty box of nails, nails because yeah. that's just the that's what happens in shop class. There's a lot of rusty nails. That's why I don't screw around, guys. Around mm -hmm. too much. Yep. Too how, much. how did it all end? What was the culmination? Uh, well, Mr. Adler picked up Kenny and uh, had his whole little flashback thing where he saw everyone and, and kind of got his uh, redemption closure, if you will. He almost molested Kenny. Yeah, Kenny's dead body. Kenny died, right? I wasn't sure about that. Eh, that's debatable. Is he dead? <laughs> Nobody said, uh, you know, oh my God, he you killed that Kenny. Yeah, they did. Yeah? did they? Yeah, and then uh, he said, call the ambulance. And then, yeah. I yeah, because as soon as he flew over into the box of nails and stuff, they said, oh my God, you could come. I oh. don't remember okay, that. Okay, I forgot that. Eh, maybe I'm wrong. I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. Well, either way, uh, the kids go to the hospital, <laughs> and then they follow Tweak and Craig, because Tweak and Craig are going to the hospital because they got their asses kicked by each other. And then the boys lie to them and say that their families were insulting or calling each other's wusses, so they started fighting again, and that was the end. Favorite mm -hmm. moments, Sean Um, Other than the stuff we kind of uh, already talked about, one of the uh, my one of the biggest laugh moments was, or for me, one of my one of my favorite moments, sir, <laughs> was the uh, when. Uh, the shop teacher got on the table saw to uh, to kill himself, essentially. And about uh, uh, halfway through, he realized he was facing the wrong direction and turned around on the table saw. Sure. Yeah. I love the that, timing of that. Yeah. Too. Like how they make you like wait and think about it. Like, wait, what's going on here? Exactly. It's like a good five seconds of him just slowly going down the conveyor belt <laughs> with his legs towards the saw. And you're like, oh, right. Yeah, that's going to hurt. Makes yeah. sense. <laughs> that's the worst way to go about that. Yeah. <laughs> Joey, favorite moments? Uh, actually, that honestly, that was probably my favorite moment. I would Booyah. say. Um, 
<laughs> I'm right. <laughs> Someone else agrees. I win. <laughs> I also I just like Kenny. I, was, I like I liked Kenny a lot in Home Ec class. I loved when yeah. he was. They were just asking him to repeat those things, and they were just repeating those horrible sentences about you know I will find a man with who's rich. <laughs> Make sure to check out their shoes. Exactly. <laughs> I've always quoted, don't scroll around in shop class. For for some reason, I don't know why. It's a good voice. But but since this episode, I've been saying, like, I remember, like, on my thesis film, I was joking around with people. Be like, don't scroll around <laughs> for no reason. So, yeah, I, I love the don't scroll around. I don't know why. Um, Mr. Adler, as far as some of the background, is based on. Uh, what about Matt- your favorite moment, sir? I just said it. God damn it. With my face. Just like, don't screw seconds. around. Yeah. That's your favorite. Oh, my favorite. My favorite moment was when he was like going for the way his dick was going to cut off. He was like, oh, I'm going to turn around. Yep. His <laughs> sure, is a legitimate answer. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's my favorite. Yeah. I liked it. Okay. Leave me alone. <laughs> Mr. Adler was based on uh, Matt Stone's teacher in elementary school. Um, and uh, also the, the it's all for you was as a reference to the omen. By the way, mm-hmm. his name was Beep I know. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, he said it several times in the commentary, but it wasn't there. Um, so let's move on to, two, to our two questions of the day. First oh, of all, geez. did you guys ever force other people to fight in elementary school or were you ever forced into a fight in elementary school? I feel like most fights are forced in elementary school. You think so? like, um, That's or interesting. at least like um, <laughs> did you get to did you, I don't know what school did you go to the UFC? Like, <laughs> like, like UFC elementary school? Uh yeah, we all screwed around too much. Uh, um, yeah. Um no, I mean like I don't I maybe I just went to a um a Nancy boy school, but like, you know, there wasn't uh, did you say Nancy boy or anti boys? Nancy boy. Got it. Okay. So the, the uh, <laughs> I guess they both mean the same thing. There just weren't a whole lot of fights in my upbringing. So when there was a fight, it seemed like it was not necessarily that these two people were uh, completely intent on a fight, but they were having beef, shall we say. Right. And then the escalation of the peer group is really what brings the fisticuffs about. Okay. Right on. So I guess, did you ever participate in the instigation? Um, not that I remember. Okay. Other than just like sort of like general chiding with the rest of Yeah, I mean, as soon as someone yells chick fight in the other side of the cafeteria, you get up and you you see what's going on and then, you know, chanting. Chick fight, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Chick fights were intense though. Yeah. Lots of hair pulling. A lot of hair pulling, a lot of slapping. Yeah, 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 the girl fights were always pretty crazy. I always liked the, 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 like, boy fights. I always liked the fights. Uh, Our dude fights were always just like pushing and like, yeah, and never like actually... Elementary school, I remember rarely. a couple of random things, and like during middle school, I remember I remember specifically staying late after school a couple of times because I was going to watch a fight. I remember my mom being mad because she was like, "You said you were going to stay late because you were going to watch a fight." I was like, "Well, yeah, it was a fight." <laughs> I was like, "Like," but I but by the time it was, I remember breaking up a lot of fights. I broke up a lot of fights. Jesus in, fuck! Well, they were fighting. You guys know the trick, by the way, to break up a fight. You, you throw cold water. No, you grab the person who gets hit first. Mm. Whoever gets hit first, you just grab them and you push them and you like block them. And then I said, fight's broken up. Oh, because they're going to retaliate. They're the ones who are trying yeah, to retaliate. Yeah, yeah. So it's like fight's broken up. You just yeah. got, you, 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 know. you let that sucker punch. Sit. Exactly. Once the first hit, once the first hit happens, you fucking jump in and you grab the other person. And you just fucking like, you know, either 
push them up against a wall or you, t- or you just kind of like, you know, lower your shoulder and drive your legs until they're gone. I don't understand why this is a lifestyle for you, but I do understand the logic of your fight break. It was totally instinct. And then yeah. I realized it worked over time and I was just like, oh, cool. It's not a lifestyle. It's just when it was a fight. Right, uh, when I saw you, a fight break out, it usually happened pretty quickly. And then like, bam, I saw, actually I saw well, my the, dad do it once. And then I was like, oh, cool. That's awesome. I think he might've told me too. Yeah, no, I just this don't understand the a, desire to break up fights. Well, it's just stupid. Like they're gonna, somebody's gonna, they're gonna both get detention. Yeah, they're both not you. But they're gonna get detention. Like they're both gonna get in trouble. Oh my god! They're I both stopped not you. both of them from getting into trouble. How does this affect you? You could have had ten more seconds of entertainment. I know this but is no. cra- it is crazy, you Sean, but sometimes you do care about <laughs> other people. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get, to the, let's get to the real. Let's get to the real. Uh, I know it's hard to believe. Uh, deep state. Oh, wait. Deep state. That's what I was going for. Both, both of them work, sir. <laughs> let's get to the real question of the day, finally. Oh, the philosophical question, which I'm sure we'll have to cut short anyway because of, this episode took forever, as it always does. It's fine. I don't care. Well, with your addition of the, uh, the pre-ramble now, yeah. I didn't add any pre-ramble, actually. Whatever. I didn't add any of it, which, the, which I will the, right the, now. The synopses. That's not mine. That's fucking nerd alert. Yeah. Whatever. That's Derek. You don't have to do it. Yeah. I think it's necessary. <laughs> so you. Here we go. Let's do the question. Oh my God. I want the last 30 seconds of my life back. <sighs> so guys, so we have the whole shop class versus home ec thing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the women take home ec, which before I get into this, you guys know how home ec, home economics uh, became a study in school. Um, yeah, I remember some like really sexist description of like, um, uh, because I think it was trying to, uh, de-womenify the workforce after World War II when the men were coming home, they were, no? Not fully. That, okay. that, that did, that didn't hurt or that didn't help the problem. Right on. Um, so previous to the, the kind of fifties, um, the, the sciences, the classes of science, um, both math mm. and sciences were 50-50. It was women and men. Yeah, it's just yeah. the way it was in both colleges and, and you know, school, et cetera, down the line. Uh, it was 50-50. There were just as many women as there were in sciences in the fields as well. Um, of course, you know, proportionally. But, um, but uh, because the, the premise of a woman kind of needing to keep the house in such a way um, it seems only logical to kind of train them how to how to keep the home. So hence home economics. It was how to budget for the home, how to how to kind of keep the home and how to keep the house and and the 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 science of equity and all that shit. And they started to train women to do that. And that's how home economics became a class, literally. And they would train women for into home e- or they would train people in home economics, but um they sort of forced the curriculum uh to be to be uh, geared toward women in that capacity. What year was this? I think it was the late 50s. 40s, early 50s, yeah. Um, is when it first all started coming about. And then that's when the numbers shifted between in the sciences for women, skewing toward men. It's basically when Madison Avenue took over all of American thinking. Yeah, thank you, Mad Men. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's pretty much exactly what it was. Um, so, that being said, at the same time, obviously, shop class became about. So, <clears throat> Edward Bernays. I guess the real question I'm trying to ask is, um, it's this weird thing as far as the, the mentality of how to train a curriculum and how to create a curriculum for students going into the real world. The question at hand is, it's kind of long-winded, I apologize, but <laughs> <laughs> is it 
not justified to teach kids what to do for what will most likely be their lives. If teaching them, or if teaching them that forces them to live that life because it's what they were taught and thus told that it would be their life. What happens? I mean, that's sort of the, that's the How problem. How does this force? In a weird way, if you tra- it sets if up you, the expectation. Yeah, if you train the- kids in what their life will be. So we have two options here. We have the sh- we have shop class and home economics, right? So it's most likely the case that a woman or a man in the late fifties, early sixties, and he, and you know down on the line up till basically the late eighties, if it's most likely the case that they're either uh, that the guy is either going to end up in some labor force doing something with his hands, fucking creating cars or working in the coal mines, and some woman is going to end up just kind of keeping the home, is it? Is it not justified to sort of teach them what is most likely going to be their life? But the problem, of course, is we need to now understand that in doing so, it also pigeonholes them into living that actual life and and deprives them of the freedom to doing whatever they want because all they know is what they were taught in school, which forced them to live the life that we've taught them was going to be the case. The only reason it pigeonholes them is your sexist assumption that only women are taking home ec and only men are taking shop class. I would actually go the other way and say that the remedy is that everyone takes both and that is required. Well, that no, but that still doesn't, all that does is says that you're either going to be someone in the home or someone doing something manual no. labor. When I took, when I took home ec class, it was, uh, here's how to do a load of laundry. Here's how to balance your checkbook. Here's how to cook yourself dinner. Right. These are skills that every person needs. These are not skills that. No, yeah. you're, no, no, you're <laughs> right. Of course, it pigeonholes them if you're talking about the gender problem. Right. But, but I'm still broadening it to a larger question, which kind of has to do with just pigeonholing a person, period, in that either it's manual Into, labor or fucking or keeping the house. No, that, that's what I'm saying. It's not an either-or situation. Okay. You you go to math class. That does not mean you don't go to English class. Okay. Like you take a a class on how to bake a cake because one day you might want to bake a fucking cake, but you also take a class on how to operate a saw because one day you might need to you know maybe hang a picture frame or some shit. Okay. Like you know these are skills that humans should fucking have, and that is one of my biggest problems with society right now is that no one is capable of doing a goddamn thing, and you call a task task rabbit for every fucking thing well i mean task rabbits can be really good at making what is a task rabbit food. i'm sorry jesus fucking christ i couldn't it's like an uber for doing shit i know it was wow, uber. I, I, could, I know i couldn't think of a good like funny joke it yeah. was really funny i was trying to add something and i started saying it slowly but okay so you think the solution is that we should train everybody to do everything because that makes them a well-rounded individual and that doesn't pigeonhole them, period. Well, I mean, if we're going to say that the reason that you're doing home ec class is that so people have a understanding of what it's like to be an adult and have to do adult things without mommy and daddy doing everything for you, then yes, it makes sense that everyone should take that class, especially in the society that we have now. You know, back in the 50s and 60s, you would get married at 20 to 25 and you would have your family and whatnot. These days, people are, you know, living single for years. All three of us are in our 30s and we are essentially single men living on our own, taking care of ourselves. This is something that is a a norm these days. And people that are incapable of doing the most menial shit to take care of themselves absolutely fucking disgust me. So, but where's the line? I mean, so when, I'm assuming you wouldn't suggest that we should teach everyone to be a doctor, right? 
Like that would be a no, but bit, everyone should a take a first CPR. aid class. Everyone should take a CPR class. Sure, absolutely. So That's, now, where's yeah. the line then? Where where is that line of kind of like speciality? Where where does it stop? Where we where we we sort of we teach everyone up to a certain point. Well, yeah, so we well, teach everyone CPR and we teach everyone whatever, but we don't teach them kind of organic chemistry. Why, why are we drawing a line here? Yeah, I mean, we don't draw a line necessarily in any field of study. Okay. You don't say that you know high schoolers are only going to learn algebra. No, the ones that are capable are going to move up and learn calculus or you know whatever. Is next so there is there is room for this stuff so if if you are the type of person like i had friends that you know we all took the home ec class but then i had friends that actually wanted to go into the culinary arts and so they took more home ec classes than i did i had friends that wanted to go into shop so they took more autos classes than i did you know there there is a room for these these are things these are like going to be the only tangible fucking jobs anymore things that people actually physically need to be done you're still going to need a plumber you're still going to need an electrician you're still going to need people to do and fix things for you. All of the rest of the jobs are going to be robots and computers. That's it. Well, you, <laughs> you heard it here first, kids. Just because you get taught something doesn't mean you have to stop there. Today I learned. We're going down on South Park. This is our final rhyme. That was our final rhyme. Remember to uh, give us a rating on iTunes and also leave us a comment if you can, please. You can also head over to forecast.com. You can donate to our Patreon project. Please follow us at Paul Tinkering. You can also follow uh, Sean at text B4 calling. That's a B, the letter, and a four, the number. You can also follow uh, at josephbonnier.com at politinkering.com on Twitter. I don't know. I'm done. I'm you know what? Also, tell a friend. <laughs> tell a friend, people. There if you go. like a yeah, podcast, tell, tell, a tell a friend. Why don't you watch a South Park episode with your best buddy or your lady friend or guy friend Aww. and then uh, listen to our podcast? Yeah, we try our best to do this show for you. That's a four and a letter U because yeah. nothing compares to it. Or if you'd rather, you can go and watch Westworld and then join us on Wild Wild Westworld. You really don't. Me. You know what, though? Truth be told, um, you should just do what we teach you. Damn. <laughs> Get in the kitchen, make me a pot pie. You're screwing around, shot clock.